Today's show is being brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant, Tawana Coleman. Our health and longevity of life is so vital, and we must remember that our bodies do not come with the warranty. So whatever you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Be mindful of what you put in, around, and on your body. If you want to know more about living a lifestyle that decreases stress, aids weight loss, gives your skin glow, gives you energy, saves time, and good for your whole family, you can find me on Facebook at Tawana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Tawana Coleman. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll discuss some serious matters that should be of concern to the American people and also how our mindsets and energy shape our reality. All right. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to Talking with Twana. I have the privilege of being your host, Twana Coleman, and I welcome you here on this morning. So let me tell you a little bit about the show and what it's going to be about. I definitely hope that you will tune in with me Monday through Friday as we will be talking about a lot that's going on in our everyday world that's affecting us Health-wise, we're talking about things that we use in our households, things that we're using on our bodies, putting inside of our bodies that we don't quite realize is affecting us in so many different types of ways. I am a wellness and nutrition specialist, and I do my best to help people uh, transition, if you will, to more sustainable and non-toxic lifestyles, okay? So we're going to be talking about different ways that we are being affected every single day, day in and day out. I'm also a certified vaccine education specialist, okay? So yes, I am definitely going to dive into that, talking about these vaccines okay so some of you guys may already know this information and some of you may not so I want to make sure that we're digging into a lot of these things because for one there are so many people that are developing cancer um, thyroid issues diabetes skin issues eczema all these different types of things and they are not aware of how they are developing it because Let's say here, um, there have been a significant amount of people that have developed breast cancer, right? They have developed lung cancer and don't have any type of pre-hereditary type of situation in their family. No one else in their family, mom, grandmom, uh, grandfather, dad, anything like that, that have had cancer, right? So if no one in your family has had it, you're the first person in your family to develop it. And when you're told, we don't know, you know, how uh, you develop cancer, we don't know how you got it. You know, some people just get it. It's just these things that is absolutely false, that is absolutely untrue. And we're going to dig into that. We're going to talk about it and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Okay. So I want to make sure that we get all of this information out there because we cannot progress, we cannot go further, and we cannot change the health, the wellness, and the lives 
of so many people and not only that so many people but our family our loved ones our mom our dads uh, moms dads aunts uncles our children our children oh my goodness i mean the stats on children with uh childhood cancer childhood obesity uh the high number of cases of leukemia and all these different types of things it is not random and it is not something that is just happening okay where uh it's just these things happen or it could be you know in in, in some cases yes even with uh the parents it could be their uh genetic makeup their dna that doesn't quite match up it could be an issue for the child but that's me going into a lot there <laughs> right off the bat. So let's go ahead and jump in, get started. So one of the things that I wanted to start off talking about, and that is, you already know, we're talking about COVID-19. Okay, so just to go back with a little bit of history, just a little bit, um, info, we know that we were hit back in March with... Um, Pretty much everything being shut down. The country was at the peak of this virus that we were being warned about and told about that was coming in and that was taking over and that was going to pretty much wreck the United States and shut down a lot of things. So as we know from reports that uh, they stated it was coming from China, uh, there was an outbreak there. There were so many so many things that were reported uh, early on as well. But one of the things was that it, it came from someone eating um, a bat. It came from eating some type of um, tainted seafood and things of that nature. So uh, there was some conflicting stories on how it actually uh, began and how it transmitted as far as that person uh, coming over to the U.S. and coming into contact with other people and the persons uh, that that person came into contact with in China. And so with those people uh, migrating back to the U.S. and other places, this is what potentially caused this spread here, if you will, this worldwide spread of the coronavirus. So with, with that being said, we're talking about um, everything being shut down. People are scared. People are fearful of what's about to happen, what's about to go on. So they're like, okay, you know, we have to shut everything down. We have to quarantine. You have to wear your mask. You have to do all these different types of things. So um, we knew that the testing came out as far as with the nasal swab. And later on, you were able to do a cheek swab okay so um this is not to go as far as any type of conspiracy theories or anything like that this is just to point out a lot of the facts that came from the situation right so we're talking about from march uh, i'm going to say from march up until about about june there if you will people not working businesses shut down um have people lost their lives to COVID-19? Yes, yes. Um, but also, we have to keep in mind that what you're not seeing on mainstream news and mainstream media, what you're not seeing is that majority of the people that passed away 
from COVID-19 already had pre-existing issue, issues, okay? So this came out. Uh, the CDC most recently came out talking about that. The World Health Organization came out with that as well. And it, it's got to be like the craziest thing ever. So with everything being shut down, people not being able to work, businesses closing down, not being able to uh, function operate, make a living, not being able to provide uh, sustainable incomes for their employees. This is, you know, kind of a strange situation here when we really kind of dig into it. So um, as far as the numbers, and I wanted to break this down here as far as the numbers with uh, actual COVID cases, okay? So we came out, and this is coming from worldometers.info as far as the source, when it came out as far as the worldwide deaths, okay, from January 1st to uh, up until September 25th, 2020, as far as with deaths, there have been 992,000, a little over, just a little bit over that as far as deaths for related to COVID-19. Now, when we go down a little bit further, is that high? Yes, it is. But let me break down some other numbers here for you. So, oh yes, guys, we're going to break this down. We're going to get into a lot of things here on this podcast. So stick with me here. Okay. Now with um, HIV and AIDS, the number there for deaths worldwide is over 1 million, 1 million 273. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Over 1 million. So the COVID deaths are less than those that have passed away from HIV and AIDS. Alcohol. Those that have died from alcohol consumption excessive is 1,841,000. That's just from alcohol alone. Now let's go to smoking. Smoking is 3,679,840. Okay, let's go back. COVID-19, 992,000. Okay, so I'm not done yet. Let's go to cancer. Cancer, the number of deaths, 6,045,610. Okay, Hunger, those that have died from hunger, 8,232,000, just a little bit over that. If you want to be, you know, technically correct, it's a little bit over, over than that. And abortions, oh my gosh, this right here just hurts my heart to the core. I have to be honest with you, the deaths from abortions, 31 million I mean, come on. Did you catch that? (laughs) Really? 31,324,393 that have lost their lives in, uh, from abortions. So I know I just dropped a lot of information here, right? (laughs) But that's, that's all right. Just bear with me. Bear with me guys, because I, Definitely plan to be talking about a lot here um, that you may not be getting this information from other sources. So I want to make sure that I am providing this here for you so that you can know what is going on. Right. So I also wanted to touch on the fact that 
if you see the full spectrum of a lot of stuff that's going on. Now, the New York Times came out and reported that up to 90% who've tested positive for COVID-19 were wrongly diagnosed. Okay? New York Times. And not only New York Times, the CDC has reported most recently, um, I'm going to say maybe about two months ago, um, if that, maybe about a month ago, the CDC has come out themselves and reported that the World Health Organization has reported that the numbers were inflated, they were not accurate. The CDC stated the exact same thing and said, you know, no, the numbers are not accurate. Um, we have to keep in mind, too, so with the CDC, the World Health Organization, we're talking about the New York Times and other news outlets um, as well that has reported, as far as with the COVID-19 testing, they have been wrongly diagnosed. People that have, it's like there's no other disease pre-existing health conditions, um, like there's nothing else that has been going on, like it's only COVID-19, right? So a person, and it has been reported that people that have um, died from high blood pressure, hypertension, cancer, and different uh, health issues, it was, it was labeled as, as a COVID-19 death. Even if it had nothing to do with it, it's still was listed as a COVID-19 death. And then also there have been doctors and nurses that have came out and spoke about being told to list, you know, I'm, I, I know I'm getting kind of deep here, <laughs> but it has come out that um, they were instructed to list deaths as COVID-19. So when we think about this in the whole context you know, when we think about that, we're talking about serious inflation of numbers. We're talking about um, the significant impact on the United States, on our country. I mean, worldwide, of course, but definitely within the U.S. We're talking about lives that have just uh, been taken, you know, and I'm saying taken because there have been people that have committed suicide, especially in the beginning in the very early on stages of this, there have been so many people that have committed suicide due to this because they're like, hey, we, we, they don't know what's going on. You know, they're losing their jobs. You're being told that you have to stay indoors. You can't go anywhere. You have to be six feet. You have to wear these masks and things of that nature. Okay, so we're talking about a lot that, that has been taking place and that's been going on. People that have lost all sources of income and have not been able to pay their rent, have not been able to pay uh, their mortgages, have not been able to um, pay for food, being able to do all the different things needed that you need your income for. So now we end the in that stage there where things have sort of opened back up, but you have to look at the stats. You have to look at how many people have had their uh, belongings, everything set out of their apartments because they haven't been able to pay the rent, haven't been able to do a lot of things. Now, we're talking about an issue and a struggle with this prior to COVID. 
But especially with COVID, we're talking about things a lot, a lot worse. So, you know, that was one of the points that I wanted to bring up here uh, on this podcast. And I know it's a little hard hitting and deep here, especially for the first one. But um, I definitely wanted to put this information out here so that you guys can really take this information, grasp it and look into it for yourself. I highly encourage anyone to look into information and see about it for yourself. Now, um, I'm not going to get into as far as with the flu shot, not today, Uh, not about the flu shot, but I'm going to talk about that uh, pretty soon. So be on the lookout for that. Um, And I also wanted to bring this up too. So yes, yes, let let me let me backtrack a little bit because I wanted to talk a little bit about the genetic code of COVID-19 as far as the virus shell of it and the name of it so that you can understand that part too as well. But I wanted to go back here and make mention of the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci. So you guys are already familiar with Dr. Fauci. He is all over the place. He's, you know, telling you that you need to wear your mask and you have to social distance and things of that nature. There have been so many things that have um, transpired and that has come out coming from uh, Dr. Fauci and others uh, as far as how we are to conduct ourselves during this time. So right now, uh, the governor of California is telling people when they go to restaurants, they have to wear their mask in between bites. Okay, so uh, that's one thing. Another thing is uh, it was reported that if you are six feet or taller, you were more susceptible to contracting COVID-19. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know if anyone else kind of sees that, you know, I'm not going to touch on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was definitely reported that um, if you were six feet or taller, you were more susceptible to developing COVID-19. And also if uh, you were in a group of people and the people in that group that have COVID-19, the virus could detect who had it and who didn't have it. So it's it's a lot uh, coming with that there. But I also wanted to make this uh, mention here and I want you to go look it up for yourselves. You can find this on YouTube as far as with Dr. Anthony Fauci. He did an interview with 60 minutes, uh, 60 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, you can find it. Um, it's, it's very easily, um, there to be, to, there to be found there, if you will, it's readily accessible there on YouTube. I've pulled it up on so many occasions. Um, but if you go there and pull it up, he is saying there specifically at the start of this outbreak in March, around that time, he specifically stated that masks are unnecessary. They're not useful. They're not going to protect you from anything. They're not going to help you avoid contracting COVID-19 any greater than if you just, you know, stayed a certain amount of distance from the person or anything like that. So he stated for a, a decent amount of time that masks are useless and they're not 
going to protect you. They're not going to do anything. And then a little bit later, it came back that yes, they will. So there have been so many studies and retractions that, I mean, they're going back and forth with it as far as retractions coming from things that have been said early on in this process, okay? So as we know, uh, they have been talking about, from the very beginning in March, they've been talking about the uptick. So even before, um, we really just kind of got in the, the thick of things with uh, COVID first hitting back in March. With us getting into just the beginning stages, they were talking about back then coming up this fall that the next wave of COVID-19 was going to be greater was going to be 10 times worse than what it is now so it was kind of interesting to have them predict or predicting what was going to happen months later months later we're talking about uh in the beginning stages of a pandemic there if you will which if uh, many of you have been paying attention, they have went back and forth with pandemic and outbreak. So even the CDC has went back and forth with pandemic and then they switched it back to outbreak. And now it's back to pandemic. It's going back and forth, you know, different things like that. So keep that in mind. But it was stated that it's going to be worse. It's coming up during flu season. And there was so much focus on the future ahead than the present at that time to be you know to be focused on the present and for it to be um no measures nothing in place there if you will for such a time as this with the united states not being prepared there if you will okay so this is not to get into a back and forth debate as far as did trump do his part did he do all this and all that or whatever but the point is, is that prior to trump being elected in office there apparently or allegedly wasn't anything already set in place for such a mass catastrophe or um major sickness there that could totally affect and wipe out a good population of the U.S. Nothing there. Okay. Nothing set up, nothing in place. So that's something that, you know, put a little bell in your head there a little bit to think about a, a few things. So I wanted to, um, breakdown here so as far as with COVID-19 talking about the virus shell and how it's made up okay with the RNA so with the 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 testing and the process of the viral RNA what it does is that once it actually enters the body it replicates itself so we're talking about getting into the the cell there, if you will, and it multiplies in the cell. And it duplicates, well, it replicates itself over and over again to recreate that chain that it has pretty much inserted into your body. Once it was, you know, uh, contracted, is there in the body and it's replicating itself. And that is that RNA chain. Okay, now when we go back to how this is 
exacerbating there, if you will, or um, really causing other health issues to go to 10.0. Uh, it's, it's similar to the flu, the uh, pneumonia. When we think about it in that context, when you already have a compromised immune system, when your immune system is compromised, there are other issues that can come into play that can cause you to get sicker. Okay, so there hasn't been a specific case. There hasn't been a specific case that has come out to where it was reported that it was completely COVID-19 and not anything else. Not anything else. There have been so many other health issues that have not been discussed, that have not been talked about. Now, is that to say that no one has not just contracted COVID-19 and didn't have any other issues? That has not been reported. But the thing that has been reported coming out specifically is that people have had pre-existing issues that goes back to high blood pressure that goes back to uh, type 2 diabetes that's going back to um, cholesterol issues people I mean so many different things that they have been already you know infected with and has caused some different some different health ailments and it was just completely exasperated with COVID-19 once it hit the body the immune system is like in this serious battle mode, reaction mode, trying to figure out what's going on. And it's, it's like, it's fighting. It's fighting against itself. And we're talking about serious health issues. Now, this is even going to as far as with more deaths were reported with the ventilators. That's why there were so many people that were like, no, no, don't put me on the ventilator. I don't want to be on the ventilator and stuff like that. And there were more deaths that were reported with those individuals being on the ventilators. So I wanted to touch on something also that I've been talking about a lot. And that is about our overall health and our immune systems. Okay, so when we start talking about overall health and our immune systems, one thing that I want so many people to keep in mind, and that is you cannot, it, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, it, 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 is it really going to help you to walk around wearing a mask when you eat unhealthy? You eat a lot of fast food, drive-through food, uh, a lot of processed foods, a lot of sugar in your diet, okay? So you have to be mindful of that. And I'm saying you, you know, just in general, just in general. Um, but if you're not taking care of your health and not being mindful of what you're eating, what you're consuming, uh, getting some exercise in, you have to be able to do this to effectively prepare your body. So guys, that was a study that was done. Uh, it was, it took place over the course of 20 years. So there was a study that was done that reported that uh, individuals using cleaning products, household cleaning products. So um, we're talking about a person that cleaned their home once a week with conventional cleaning products. 
their lungs had decreased capacity between like 50 and 70 percent. Between like, yeah, 50 to 70 percent of those and it totally affect their lung capacity their breathing ability it affect their health overall and we're talking about using your everyday cleaners that you're cleaning your bathroom with that you're cleaning your kitchen counters with that you're mopping your floors with that you're spraying your house with to make it smell good because you like that wonderful scent in your home now are you wrong for cleaning your home and having a tidy home no, of course not. You're not wrong at all. But there is something wrong with the companies that willingly put toxic chemicals in the everyday products that you use. Think about something. For those of you that have children and you cleaned the tub out before your child or your children got into the tub, how many times did you rinse that tub out? To make sure it was completely <laughs> cleaned out so that you wouldn't run water and have a good amount of residue of the cleaner in the bath water. That's because you felt that it was toxic or probably had some type of toxicity level to it and you wanted to keep your children safe. You wanted to keep your child safe. So you would rinse that tub out thoroughly to make sure that you got as much of it out as possible. So... You know, that right there is a true testament as well as to the chemicals that are in everyday things that we use and it's affecting so many people's bodies. So as I was speaking a little bit earlier in the show and I'm talking about, you know, um, people that are developing all different forms and types of cancer and don't have any type of pre-hereditary um, person in their family or case or anything like that as far as developing these terminal health issues and they're being told, well, you know, this just happens. You know, we don't know why people sometimes develop cancer and things of that nature. This is one of the reasons why I said that. This is this is one of those reasons. When you're using products that have, uh, we're talking about aluminum, we're talking about ammonia, we're talking about form formaldehyde, polysorbate, we're talking about all these different types of chemicals that are in the products that you use. Mercury is in a lot of products. There have been so many cases of women that, and men as well, okay, that have developed breast cancer. And we're talking about that because if you have aluminum in your deodorant, your armpit is one of the most sensitive areas on your body. One of the, the most sensitive areas. And when you put these products and chemicals on your body, it takes literally 60 seconds to actually absorb into your bloodstream. So with the lymph nodes that you have there, this is going directly into those cells right there in your armpits. And it's going directly through. So you have your armpit and then there's your breast. Okay. 
Now, I, I'm not going to, you know, get into the whole BRCA thing there, which I know um, many of you are probably familiar with that as well, with the BRCA chain breaking down um, how you have uh, breast cancer or how you may have developed it there, if you will, as far as um, breaking down as far as how or how long you have had cancer, it, it breaks down, not how long you have had cancer, I'm speaking out of term there, as far as what type of cancer that you may have, and I guess how susceptible you were to contracting it. So that BRCA gene there, if you will, okay, that's, that's what they call it, the BRCA gene. So that is one of the ways that you can develop breast cancer, and it is simply by the deodorant that you use. Okay, so there is a big, big um, swell right now as far as with many people switching up, trying different things, you know, uh, trying more, more natural, more homeopathic um, forms of deodorant and things of that nature. Kind of wanted to do some more safer methods of deodorant so uh, any, and if that's something that you are looking into or thinking about or trying uh it's not a one-size-fit-all that's just like with conventional deodorants what works for someone else may not work for you so you would have to try out a few different ones until you find the right one that you are looking for and oh the one that works for you and you know just to Put a little bit more on that. Uh, I know that a lot of people prefer um, antiperspirants. But in context, who doesn't want to, you know, you know, feel dry and doesn't want to be wet and have your shirt wet and stained and stuff like that? Yes, I get that. I get that. But also keep in mind that that natural uh, sweat process there, if you will, is good for the body because you're excreting toxins out of your body as well. So that's something to keep in mind that it is a necessary bodily function as it does excrete some toxins out of your body. Okay, so when you use any uh, perspens, we're talking about locking up those lymph nodes there. We're talking about locking it up, making it go back in and that as well. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I cannot give you medical advice, but I can definitely tell you that with the tons of studies and research out there, that it can affect you. It can affect your body overall. And so, you know, keep that in mind. But I, like I say, and I always tell you here on the show, research, look into things, check things out. <laughs> You know, see what is going on. But going back to what I was saying, as far as a couple of different points, when your immune system, when your overall health is compromised from uh, poor diets, not eating the way that you should, not getting exercise, going through drive throughs regularly, two or three times a week, four or five times a week. It doesn't even have to be going through the drive-thru. You could be, you know, shopping at the grocery store, but you're purchasing more of processed foods. 
You're in the freezer section buying frozen pizzas, hot pockets, burritos, and things of that sort. And that's something you have to keep in mind. You have to keep that in mind. All of those preservatives, chemicals, added things to that product is continually building up in your system and is causing health issues. It might not hit you all at once, but it's going to come. It is going to come where it affects your system. So when you have toxic foods that you're taking in, sodas, drinks, you know, um, depending on where you are, you know, down south, uh, sodas are called drinks. So it just depends. Uh, but sodas, drinks, teas with these high amounts of sugar, cancer feeds off of sugar. So when you are taking in a lot of sugar in sweet teas that have high amounts of sugar, we're talking about um, high fructose corn syrup, aspartame, all these things are building up in your system, foods that you don't realize has a lot of sugar in it. It has a lot of sugar in it. And over time, that adds up into your system and then it starts chipping away chipping away and causing health issues so that's one aspect then when you go to another aspect again bringing back home what you use in your home people don't really think about that what you're using in your home to clean your bathrooms with your kitchen with you spraying down with this product this cleans your tub this cleans your mirrors this cleans your floors when you are bombarded in so many different ways, so many different ways, your health is affected. You're not operating in your full health capacity when you have all of this toxicity overload into your body. And it's just, it's just the truth. When you are overloaded with all these different things, you have a serious toxicity level in your body with all these things taking place lotions deodorant facial moisturizers facial cleansers <laughs> nail polish i mean um, i definitely plan to get into a lot of that and i'm going to bring uh some of these different things up um yeah <laughs> So, uh, if you guys can tell right now, I am very, very passionate about health. Very passionate. Very passionate about health and wellness. And I care so much about people. I care so much that... Sometimes when I'm in stores and I see people buying things that is just toxic, I want to say something. Sometimes I say something and sometimes I don't. Because, of course, you know, people look at you like, what? Girl, you better move. <laughs> what are you talking about? But, I mean, that's just me. That That is just me. I am a serious, serious, serious health and wellness enthusiast. So, that is why I also... Um, help people transition to more sustainable, again, non-toxic lifestyles, switching out a lot of the tox toxic things that you use in your home, using your body, uh, consume inside of your body with things that are much better for you. So um, 
when we have all these different components, like I mentioned about the foods, the products that we use, when you are not getting the nutrient value level, levels, if you will, into your body, something can hit you just like that. A virus, a, um, a disease, something bacterial. It could be so many different forms of health issues and ailments that can come in and just wreak havoc on your body just like that, right? So if you already know, and you don't know, as far as with our fruits and vegetables, you might be like, hey, Tawana, I eat right. I don't, I don't, I don't eat that bad. I don't eat a whole lot of takeout. I don't, I don't eat a whole lot of processed foods. I, I try to be as healthy as possible. I consume a lot of water. I don't drink sodas. I don't do that. And that is great. That is fantastic. That is awesome. But you also have to keep in mind that there is a big difference, significant difference between organic and conventional. Does organic still have some chemicals? Yes. Yes, especially in a conventional grocery store. But it's going to be significantly less than a conventional produce. Now, Let's even take it a little bit step further. Let's talk about GMO foods. Let's talk about genetically modified foods. Which, if you don't know what that is, that means it is a man-made produce, vegetable, fruit, that did not grow naturally by itself. Or not grown naturally from legit seeds being planted a lot of GMO food is made in a lab there is no nutritional value no nutritional density it is completely void of what you need you're not getting any type of nutrients you're not getting any type of vitamin A C D E you're not getting anything out of that right so if you're not getting any type of nutritional value from it and you're consuming something that is potentially GMO, you're consuming something that is a conventional item, lettuce, tomatoes, um, strawberries, oh my goodness, strawberries and apples, they are high ranking there, if you will, okay, a fruit that has a significant amount of pesticides in it, chemicals. So if you wouldn't willingly pour some Roundup into a glass and drink it, then don't eat it on your fruit. Don't eat it on your vegetables. Don't have a side of, you know, Roundup pesticides, which you'll sell it for dinner. All of that comes into play. All of that comes into play. So when you're being affected in so many different ways, when you're being affected, this is hitting your immune system. This is hitting your body. 
in so many different ways. Now, if COVID-19 becomes a threat for you, becomes a threat for your body, it can potentially cause some serious issues. Okay? It can cause some problems. So the point is coming as far as making sure that you are taking care of your health, making sure that you are getting your supplements in, getting your nutrition in. Okay? This is one of the things that I have a problem with when it comes to um, so much that's being talked about on a major platform, and that is the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. Got to get the vaccine. Got to get the flu shot. Okay? But I have yet to hear a doctor, and even on previous interviews that I've done um, with doctors, and I've asked the question so many times, what about your health? What about your overall immune health? Are you saying, because I'm not going to name any names, are you saying that the only way to be healthy is to take a vaccine or take the flu shot? You, you, you're saying that you cannot live a healthy lifestyle and boost your immune system to have great overall health, to help you not have any type of significant health issues, which I do find that to be a little contrary, if you will, okay? Because when you have high blood pressure, what's the one thing they tell you to do? Change your diet. That's the one thing that they tell you to do. Change your diet, change what you're eating, cut out processed foods, cut out these different things that are contributing to your ailment, it affects you in so many different ways. They tell you to walk. They tell you to exercise. Get a little bit in. Diabetes. Change what you're eating. You have to be mindful of your sugar intake. You have to be mindful of this. You have to be mindful of that. So if it works for those, why doesn't it work for COVID? Why is the only way to boost your immune systems, to have optimum overall health. None of that matters as far as with taking care of your health, exercising, eating the proper foods, drinking plenty of water, cutting out a lot of processed foods, processed sugars, uh, seasonings that has MSG in it, and different things of that nature. That is something to keep in mind. That the only way that you can really be protected, that the only way that you can really, really be protected is from a vaccine or a flu shot. No other ways are effective. No other ways are effective, right? Guys, there have been um, people that have reversed high blood pressure. They have reversed high blood pressure, um, uh, low cholesterol, different uh, issues, especially related to that. They have reversed it themselves with their diets, 
with exercise, proper exercise. And you don't have to go and be a gym rat and be in there, you know, 40 hours a week hitting the weights and all that stuff. You can do something as simple as walking for 20 minutes a day. If you can't get outside, you don't have a park near you or anything like that. You don't really have the um, neighborhood to walk in. You know, maybe you don't have enough sidewalks or something like that. It's, it's all different types of reasons why it may be difficult for a person to get outside. If you're limited in mobility, walk in your driveway. Walk up and down the driveway. Walk a little section, you know, in your apartment complex. And you don't even have to go outside. You can walk in your home from the living room to the bedroom, back and forth, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, just enough to where you can get your heart rate up a little bit and have a good pace. It helps and it comes in handy. Okay, so I thank you guys. If you have <laughs> rode with me so far through this this whole time that I have been letting loose here I thank you I appreciate it I do um plan to have a lot of things discussed uh here so keep rocking with me again as I said Monday through Friday that um I will be here before you and I'm going to be talking about mostly about health Okay, so it'll mostly be about health things and uh, I'll be pinpointing on a lot of different things. Now, keep in mind, uh, maybe like Tuesday and Thursday, I'm going to switch it up a little bit and I may talk about something that's going on that's quite re uh, relevant that's happening in our society and our world and things of that nature. There's some, some, some hard pressing things that has to be discussed that, that has to be discussed, you know, so I'll definitely, you know, pop those in probably on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but definitely Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, I will be totally health focused. Okay, so if you're here for it, I'm here for it. Let's discuss it. So before I wrap up here for this morning, I wanted to point out here as far as the importance of vitamin D. Okay, vitamin D. Believe it or not, even though Dr. Fauci has been going back and forth, the CDC has been going back and forth, flip-flopping on different things related with this pandemic here, if you will. There's a lot of different things. Um, and, I, and I don't want anyone to take anything that I have said here thus far uh, during today's show as me being uh, non-empathetic or anything like that as far as any individual that has lost a loved one or loved ones, family members, friends, neighbors to COVID-19. That is not the case at all. That is not the case at all. I am so, so sorry for anyone that has lost someone. Okay, so sorry. I am, again, so passionate about people, their health, and their wellness. And that is the reason that I'm here today. That is the reason I'm here now, because I want to reach more people, more people to 
seriously take charge of their health. Even if you're already on that track, maybe I can share some more information with you that will help you to seriously up your game, right? I believe that we can definitely live, operate, and totally function on a well-being level without having to be totally dependent and reliant on pharmaceutical medication. Does it have its place? Yes. But for those, I'm not, you know, whatever your religious beliefs is, I am a Christian and I do not believe that God created us to live a life just totally weighed down and codependent on pharmaceutical drugs every single day of our lives. That's why I encourage people to think about it. Those that take high blood pressure medication, the purpose of that medication is so that you can still maintain because people still eat foods that they shouldn't eat. Let me go ahead and take this this uh, high blood pressure uh, pill real quick because I know I'm about to eat this and I want to keep my pressure down. I have family members that do this. So I'm speaking from what I know. You have to be mindful of that. And, and I'm definitely going to do a show where I break down some bad things in high blood pressure medication. So I'm definitely going to talk about that. So be on the lookout for that. But I wanted to, to break down here. Dr. Fauci himself most recently came out and talked about this, which I found kind of odd. <laughs> I found a little strange, but vitamin D, okay? Vitamin D, okay? Let's talk a little bit about how and why vitamin D lowers COVID risk. Okay, now vitamin D lowers viral replication. And see, and then I just talk about that shortly ago as far as with the RNA, how it gets into that cell and it replicates itself over and over again. And it's creating this chain over and over again into, into that cell, into your body that's taking over, getting its way into your immune system and things of that sort. Now, vitamin D boosts your immune system. Yes, yes, it does. It boosts your immune system. Um, it reduces respiratory distress. So at the start of COVID-19, there were so many people that were rushing out to the stores and the stores were selling out of vitamin D. So a lot of people already know this. Vitamin D. You want a good quality vitamin D, but vitamin D. Okay. Zinc and other things. So, but we'll get into that as well as far as other vitamins and things of that nature that definitely contributes to overall health and healthy uh, immune response. And I also want to put out here as well that before it became widely known in the beginning part of March or the onset of March of COVID-19 making its way over here and the uh, restrictions and protocols and stuff like that that was coming into play, that it was also reported in California that those people had already been exposed to COVID-19 back in 
hold on, let me let me let me bring my brain together. 2020, they had already been exposed to COVID-19 in November 2019. Like between November and December, I think it was November. It was November or December, but my, my brain is telling me that it was November 2019 that they had already been exposed to it and they developed what is called a herd immunity. Uh, immunity. So there have been back and forth of, well, the herd immunity is, is not that big of a deal and stuff like that. But when you when you look into herd immunity and you break it down, these people had been exposed to it okay their bodies built up the antibodies needed because when your body is infiltrated by something that's coming in and trying to attack a foreign den a foreign object anything like that uh foreign rna that's coming into the body your body goes into attack mode and you have those um cells uh those blood cells that go and enclose that foreign object in the body and it goes and it surrounds it and it starts attacking it then it goes to start breaking it down until it, it finally is dispersed through the body so your body has built up what is needed to fight that if it tries to come into the body again Okay, so uh, that goes back to as far as with those individuals that that uh, in California that was exposed to it, developed herd immunity. They treated themselves. And that was it. They treated themselves. They got over it. And they went on. There was no report of any of those individuals passing on anything else to another person okay so <laughs> i hope i'm not you know ruffling no feathers or anything <laughs> causing some bad blood i just hope you guys are hearing me out but to finish wrapping this up here uh vitamin d is good for reducing respiratory distress it improves lung function Yes, it does. It lowers your risk of comorbidities. Isn't that amazing? That is so awesome and it's so, so amazing. Um, it definitely lowers your risk of comorbidities linked to poor COVID-19 prognosis. Okay, so this is including obesity, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure and heart disease. Okay, yeah. Vitamin D is the biz. It is the business for sure. So I highly encourage you to get you some vitamin D. And to also wrap up, um, I help a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people that is, you know, changing their lifestyles and um, doing a better job of trying to get the right things into their bodies. And I was asked one time uh, by a lady and she said, well, do you really have to take vitamins? Do you really have to get that into, you know, take that and get that into your body? Why can't you just eat good? Why you just can't eat well? Well, the thing when it comes to that is that our quality of food is totally different than it was 20 years ago. It's totally different than it was 30 years ago. We have way more chemicals in our foods today. 
plastics that is in our foods. And it's disturbing. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, just, it's heartbreaking and it's disturbing. But we have so many things that are in our foods. And it's not providing a whole lot of nutritional value to our systems. So, yes, you do have to take a supplement to get what you're not getting out of your foods. You do have to do that. Now, unless you are growing your own foods, that's totally different. And you know the source of where the food is coming from. You, uh, coming from. you know that it is not GMO'd. You know that it is organic. And you're not using pesticides to keep away uh, bugs and gnats and things of that nature. You have your own resource as far as how you're keeping those uh, bugs at bay. That's great. That is awesome. I myself uh, grow my own vegetables and fruits. So it can be done. But let's say you, you don't do that. Let's say you don't want to grow your, your own food or you don't have the space for it or anything like that. You will need to take some supplements. We have to take charge of our health. And sometimes it's a mental thing. Even when it comes to switching out products that you use in your homes, it's a mental thing. People are accustomed to how they were raised, how they were brought up, how they were trained, how they were taught to clean their homes. It's a mental thing sometimes more so than, you know, oh, well, well, I guess I could try something else. Some people believe that you have to use Clorox, that you have to use bleach. Bleach is the only thing that's going to sanitize certain things or you need that to make sure that it is thoroughly clean, that it is properly cleaned. And uh, especially with individuals um, taking baths in bleach taking baths in bleach, uh, cleaning their foods with it, washing foods off with it, cleaning. I mean, just so many different types of things. And guys, we're talking about a serious, serious um, toxic chemical that you do not need to be having coming into your system like that. So I have talked enough. I thank you so much for joining me here. I appreciate it. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. I'll be back in the saddle here. So again, my name is Tawana Coleman. Thank you so much for tuning in to Talking with Tawana Monday through Friday. It is going down here. Be blessed, be safe, and have a great remainder of your day. Today's show was brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant Tawana Coleman. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. So glorify God in your body. To learn more about fueling your body with optimum and nutritional superfoods, freeing your body of toxins and chemicals, achieving mental clarity, energy, and nutrients for the whole family to take. Remember, your body does not come with a warranty, so we must take care of it. You can find me on Facebook at Tawana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Tawana Coleman.